Welcome back to NYTCP. I'm Lene Whitehouse. And I'm Oliver Jonas. Today we have a really in-depth episode just about faith and uh, like what faith is, what what good faith looks like, what bad faith looks like. We're going to be taking a look at uh, a couple of verses in the Bibles, a couple of chapters. Um, you know, we're going to be looking at Matthew 14 and Mark 5. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it, uh, starting off with Mark 5 from Lene. Hey, so just a little just on that before we really get started here, Mark 5, oh man, this is a really good story about this woman who suffered for 12 years. I mean, that's a long time, but even during those 12 years, she had faith in Jesus, and when she knew that he was coming, she went straight for it and just went towards him, and all those years of having faith and knowing that he could heal her is just the most amazing faith that we all want to strive for, just like she did. Amen. So, let's just start with that on Mark 5, uh, verse 24. Jesus went with him, and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe, for she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed from her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that the healing power had gone out from him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? And then it goes on to say in Mark 5, verse 34, And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. So, mind if I give a little thoughts and insights? Of course. This verse, I mean, just reading it over and over again and studying it, I mean, like I said before, the faith and that she had and that she went for it, but the fact that he turned around from her and applauded her in a sense and said, go be in peace, is one of the most comfortest feelings that even though she must have felt terrified, I mean, I would have too after doing that, I probably would have felt bad, but... Um, she did it anyways in that he turned around and told her directly, go be in peace now since you're healing and you're healed. It's just an amazing. So any thoughts from you too? Um, yeah, it's like, it's an amazing story. It just talks, it really just shows, um, any reader of, uh, Mark five, just, you know, what, what, what faith can do, you know, um, Jesus, uh, speaks a lot about faith in the, throughout the Gospels and just, you know, like this is my favorite verse here. If you had the faith of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. And it's exactly right. It's it's totally right. And so um, we're going to move on to uh, Matthew 14. Uh, this is going to be talking about, uh, this is going to be talking about like just the, uh, like what the other side of faith looks like. What, what, you know, not good faith looks like, what bad faith looks like. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, when Lene is ready, uh, you guys, uh, Matthew 14, verse 24 through 31. Yeah, so uh, just before we get started again, I do agree with that. I do love that verse of just faith of a mustard seed. Though, yes, that is a great verse, but this verse is also going to tell us about our distractions with faith and our struggles. Even though, yes, we talked about Mark 5 and all that, and the mustard seed, but still, if we just turn away from God for a second, things happen. But let's get right into it. So, 
starting with verse 24. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind has risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on water. When the disciples saw him walking on water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost! But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then Simon Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went out on the side of the boat and walked on water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong winds and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? This is a good one. I mean, it's really straight to the point. Why did Simon Peter doubt him? Because he was distracted. He looked at his surroundings and saw, wow, there's a lot of waves. I'm going to sink. I'm walking on water. I mean, come on. You know, I just, that's a bit scary one for me too. If I can imagine that, I don't know about you, Oliver, but if I can imagine that just walking on water and I turn my head away from him once, I'd start sinking too. Because yeah. of my faith. I mean, sometimes we struggle with that so much that we call out to Jesus. But luckily, he's always there to save us. So Yeah, I mean, it just it speaks about kind of just like, you know, as soon as we, we turn our heads and turn our eyes away from God, then, you know, things that we don't want to happen, happen. And so, you know, um, Jesus... And God speaks a lot about faith, and it's just faith is one of the biggest things in our relationship with God. It's, you know, it's one of the driving factors. It's, you know, if you have faith that God will provide for you and, um, you know, and, and other things in your life that we don't have to worry anymore because Jesus has paid the price, and as long as we have faith that... Um, that he died on the cross for our sins, that we are saved by grace. And so, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I have to say about that. But um, we're going to look into James now, uh, just talking about basically like James speaks a lot about faith in uh, his book in the Bible. Um, you know, it just it just says like, what is our faith? It, it speaks about, like, what good is our faith without the good deeds that are a product of our faith? And so I want, I, uh, I'm going to have uh, Lene read this last book. Oh, again? Yay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to have, I'm going to have Lene uh, read uh, James 1, uh, verse 1, right? Yeah. I'm going to do first, I'm going to start with verse 5, if okay. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. And then we can always jump towards another one. Yeah, whatever it is. So we love James. James is blunt, and we love it. Because <laughs> it talks about our faith and endurance, you know, struggling with faith and then having faith. Do we have faith? And it makes us question. And sometimes we need that. Uh, we need that humble. We need that. So I'm going to start with James 1, verse 5. And it talks about if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Don't go to other people 
and have your faith in them because unfortunately they let us down. Yeah. But when has ever God let us down? Amen. Never. Um, you know, like uh, Jesus says a lot. Uh, he said it in this verse. I can't think of it right now, but um, he says like, "What you say? Ask and you shall receive." But sometimes people's tend people tend to misinterpret that as God gives us whatever we want. God can get, God gives us what he sees as good for us because he knows what's good for us because we only see ourselves in one dimension. God sees everything. He sees our past, our present, and our future. And so he allows us to, um, he allows us to make decisions and he allows things to happen in our lives that are part of his plan. And so when, uh, when Jesus said, ask and you shall receive, that is talking about as long as you are faithful and you have lots of faith and you have a good faith set in stone with, with God, that we are able to um, receive what we want. You know, as long as it's in God's plan, of course. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally agree that, if I may say. Like, of course. Um, I found the verse, it's John 16, uh, verse 24, and it says, NLT version, by the way, you haven't done this before, ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. Um, If that's what you're talking about, like having our faith and it's faith, trust, both of those come in hand, come together and voila, you know, we have this plan um, talking to God and we trust that he's there. We trust that he's going to go through things with us. And it's amazing how we can just say that, though. I just I think about that, especially now. I think about, you know, um, lately some of us have been dealing with problems. And I think it's always good to have that trust in God, even though sometimes we feel lots of anxiety or lots of depression or anything that's been kind of going on, and yet we still trust in God is one of the most powerful things we can do, even though sometimes we are left with confusion and doubt and have just just so many bad things, it seems like, that come into our life. If we just have that faith, just even a tiny bit, knowing that God's going to go through with it and just be with us throughout everything that we've been through it's a good feeling so yeah i think that reminded me of that i think uh, also you know as uh you know as life goes on and especially as teenagers we we tend to be independent and we want to do things on our own and um we kind of get to the point where it's like oh i need to do this myself and it's like no we like let God be in it with you. God can go through this with you and he has he he has the know-how and he knows what to do in all these situations. Like like uh like it said in what was that what verse was that? Uh John 16? No, uh if you Oh, James, it said in James, I'm sorry. Oh, um yeah, James. if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and it is so true. So true. Because we get to the point where we're like, 
no, I don't want help. I don't need help. And it's like, God can help you. Whatever you're going through, God can help you. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you have going on in your life, you know, it, it, God knows what to do. God has got a plan for you, and he has a way better plan than any of us could ever imagine. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. It just... A lot of us forget the word community, especially I know it's easy if some of us go to youth group or some of us have family Bible time or anything, even if you don't have a community, uh, maybe once in a while we find people in our lives and it's nice. And but then we kind of realize like, oh, no, some of us either disagree or something happens. And we just first thing we think of is self-sabotage. And going away and finding independence. Yes, it's good to have independent time with God because of our personal relationships. But it's also good when God calls us to have a community and be together. Um, and I was just thinking that as you were saying that, like, a lot of us need that sometimes. Yeah. I know I'm also a victim of that a lot. I always say, no, I don't need help. No, I can do it myself. And then my plan is actually 10 times worse than if I just would have trusted God yeah. half the time. And that's me being humble. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to admit, but that's definitely my independence in me. Like, I'm always saying, no, I don't want help. No, you know, I can pray by myself. No, let, let it's time. It's time to create a community and it's time to get, come together. I apologize for, you know, it's uh, especially our world nowadays. All independent or maybe um a lot of it we need to have a community to overcome what's happening especially in high schools i mean even both of us can admit a lots of things happen in high school and so when we come together and you have a friend with you who agrees with you and it has strong faith and encourages you to be towards god it's just a lot better than being in the worldly desires and i just you know, there's a there's a quote out there that says, um, you know, the people you hang out with is going to be the person you become in the next five years. And so it, it speaks a lot about that. Who is in your circle? Who Like whatever, whoever is in your circle is going to be the person you become. Whether So if you're with, you know, a bunch of drug, drug dealers, you're going to become a drug dealer, you know? Or, you know, if, if you're with people that push you closer to God, you're going to be, you're going to be compelled to go closer and closer and be more intimate with God. And so I think, I think that is a really good, um, thing that we have to start implementing into our lives. Um, you know, I can learn from it. I know Lene can learn from it. We can all learn from it. We can all learn from it. And there's one thing I also want to say, just because, you may, um, just because you, you feel that you're not, um, you know, super, super close with God or super in depth in the Bible and you know, or like you may not know a bunch of verses, that doesn't mean you can't have an intimate relationship with God. But I will say this, read your Bibles, read your Bible. Because if you, when you start reading your Bible, you will hear the word of God. And people, I hear people all the time saying, oh, I don't hear God's voice. I don't hear God. Uh, God doesn't speak to me. 
how can you hear someone if you don't read the words that are coming out of their mouth? God has written word down, and it is, it is everywhere. You can look around in your local library. There is going to be a Bible. You have an app on your phone that has the written word of God on it. Open your hearts to God. Open your minds and be open-minded to God and allow him to come into your life. If you do that and you have faith that God has died on the cross for your sins, then you are saved. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Jesus, my bad, I'm sorry. Jesus died on the cross for your sins. It's okay, you don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but... Point is... The point is, is this. If you want to be intimate with God, you have to know God. Jesus said... There's a, there's a quote in the Bible that says, depart from me from our, for I never knew you. And a lot of Christians, that's their biggest fear. That's, so, that's one of my biggest fears, I'll tell you that right Mine now. Mine too. It's a nightmare. The way, the way to know God is this. Read his word. Open your hearts and your minds to God's word. And if you do that, you will have a close and personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and God. That's all I had to say. Um, I don't. I think that's it for the episode. Uh, but Wait. I'm gonna have Lene. I have Linnea something to, to say to that. She wants to say something, so I'll let her say that. I agree. Um, he misses you. You know, it's like uh, those of you who have fallen away from God. Yeah, he misses sin. you, and uh, that's like. I know I used this in one of our social media posts at NYTCP Casting. You should follow that. Um, like, it's like hanging, hanging up the phone on a friend. Yeah. You know, uh, he misses you. He's been waiting for that text message. Yeah. Don't text people that don't deserve your time. Don't text people that don't care. I hate to be blunt about it, but unfortunately, our world is going to crumble and fall into the pits of hell. And let's start looking to the people who care about us. Have faith. I promise you it's worth it all in the end. For the kingdom of God is coming, and I love you so much to the point I want to tell you this and that he misses you. He's waiting for that call. Just call him. Trust me. He always answers the phone. Always. He's not going to hang up on you. (laughs) Even though we make stupid mistakes sometimes. You know, he's not, he's not that person. He's not that friend. He's not that ex. He's not that person who left you hanging. He won't do that. He knows you. God knows you. We love you. So we're going to tell you the truth. It's time to find God. But we mean that in the most respectful way possible. But it's time. He's waiting for that text message. Trust me. Alrighty. So I think that's going to be it for the episode today. Yes, I think Um, so too. We're going to have a part two uh, to the episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be coming out in literally probably the next, by the time you guys hear this, probably probably as soon as we get the other episode out, whenever that is. Uh, So um, sorry about the uh, couple months that we've had off. Just been 
super busy with life in general. So, And but, we want to make this podcast special for you. So yeah. we've been planning episodes ahead. And by the way, happy 4th. Yes, happy 2023. Um, yes. We hope everybody had a safe 4th of July. It was hectic, dick, but it was totally worth it. And I think we all enjoyed it. Yep. So uh, that's going to be it for the episode, guys. Uh, just um, we love you guys. And um, just wanted to uh, make sure you guys know all of our social links are going to be in the description below. Uh, every All of our... Um, our website's going to be down there. Everything's going to be in our link tree. Uh, so just if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can leave those in the comments below. Or you can check out our website and uh, get in touch with us directly uh, through our um, questions box. So Email. So yes. go straight to our email box. Actually, pretty much all three of them. So we will be definitely answering that. Yes. Um, thanks guys so much for listening. And if you can't find our social links for any reason and they aren't working, everything is at NYTCP casting on Twitter, Instagram, no TikTok for now. We're going to stay away from that for a little bit, but we'll check it out later. And our website is all over set. So thanks for listening. We love you from NYTCP.